Thank you for guys for joining us today. They were asking about what we were going to talk about today. You said it's almost gone. <laughs> the wine, yeah. Yeah, you've been drinking that wine. The glaze, the glaze, and the wine. Ooh. Um, it's the Arbor Mist, so it's okay. <laughs> so today we got some good topic. We were, you know, we always try to come up with some different type of topics that are happening um, around. I don't know if y'all have y'all been watching. Um, I guess it's called Shay Shay Room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With Monique, and she had brought up there was a subject that I thought about. Um, mm -hmm. one of the, one of the topics was about her son. He's an adult and he just feels like she kind of like let him down. And, you know, I don't know if you have a friend and whoever in your circle, but do you ever hear that people always say that if their parents would have did this, maybe they wouldn't have been, maybe this wouldn't have happened in their life. So, and I was asking Erica, do you feel like we are, how long do we blame our parents for things that may have happened in our childhood, for decisions that we made in our our adult life. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, when you did ask me that, you know, my response was, you know, I did grow up blaming my mom for certain things that happened as a child. Um, and, you know, I carried on still as an adult. But, you know, as you grow older, you know, you start to live you learn and you forgive because you can't you know hold on to that for forever you know that was a mistake that was made um we learn from it we grow from it um but just always be you know long as that person is you know held accountable for it and not making you feel as though that you know you don't know what you're talking about because yeah i blame my mom and my father for not being a, my mother for not being with my father so yeah that was something that i was holding on to growing up as a you know child so i don't my father's no longer here so i thought this though you know he probably would have still been here if you know he would have still been with my mom Britt Britt said after a certain point you have to stop See, okay, so let me say, I feel the same way as you. I felt like a lot of things in my life, you know, I blame my mom for different things, right? It's always the, we always blame the one parent, right? One parent or another. But then when I had my kids, now it makes you, I'm pretty sure my kids are going to do the same thing. So, and Bibber said, coming from a person whose parent hurt me, I learned to let that go growing up. I feel I just released it a couple of years back. Rod, um, said, when you know better, you do better. When you're at an age to make changes, you do. I agree. And that's what me and Erica was saying. It's like, even for me, a few years ago, I finally let it go. You know, it, it, I don't know if there's a period when we need to, how, what tells us when to let it go. Mm -hmm. Nobody can, nobody can um, dictate our experiences. Cause I do agree. Things in our childhood, it does carry over. But when do we know, when do we break that chain? When we realize, okay, listen, this happened, you know, I don't know, something happened at this 10 years old and now I'm 25 years old. If it didn't happen at 10 years old, maybe I wouldn't be making this wrong decision. Yeah, how I was able to let it go. I just learned to, you know, um, I feel as though as you get older, you know, certain things that you have to let, you know, you have to let your, you have to let somebody know whether it's, you know, your the parent who did it to you, mm -hmm. a therapist or somebody, you have to be able to let it go for you to move on, for you to grow, for you to heal. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's like a scar. 
you know, I, I, I grew up and my mom, my mom had me very young and, um, I just felt like I didn't get a lot of her attention and it made me, or I just didn't feel like I, I got enough attention. And I felt like as I got older that I didn't deserve that attention, you know, versus how she gave it to my sister who's younger, but you know, and it bothered me because I felt like I never got enough. And you, you tend to seek that in other ways. Um, um, before I continue, Britt Britt said, my parents apologized and, and one made changes and the other didn't. I left the other parent right there. And that's what happened. Like I told my, my mom married later and I just felt like I didn't get the attention my sister got because she was younger. And years later, my, my dad did, uh, you know, my parents did apologize. You know, it did affect me. I, you know, and my relationships and how I saw people. Um, and then as I became a parent, you try not to do that one thing, but then you, you probably do something else that you don't even know. Cause all you know is what you know, right? As a parent, you can only do what you know at the moment. And as you, like you all saying, we learn to work through it. We have to realize that, you know, we don't make all the right decisions. There ain't no book out there saying how to be the best parent. <laughs> Right, exactly, because, as I, you know, you're just, you know, being a parent just comes with growth. Being mm -hmm. a parent comes with, you know, you don't know how to do something. Like you said, you're going to do something that you wanted done to you while you were being raised. But mm -hmm. after that, you know, you still have to learn how to be able to um, let your child know how to do other things. Here. Exactly. So if you're holding on to something that happens to you, you're not really being fully, you're not really, you know, showing your child anything else as far as like um like being in a relationship mm -mm. as far as like financing how to handle finances no. how to, you know, certain things because you're holding on to that one thing that you didn't get so but you, you don't realize that you... you're scarred from that you know you're you know you're pushing it on to your child and you're not you know you're not helping that child to their full potential or pushing that child to their full potential or teaching that child everything that they should be knowing because you're stuck on something that you didn't get. But I, I, Britt Britt said, I'm working through it and moved. And then she said, I had to realize I can't make my parent be a parent. I don't think we can make anybody be a parent. Uh, not every, because you were able to have kids, um, to be there to provide for a kid, take care. It, not everybody's meant to be a parent, whether it's your own kid, your your niece, your nephew. Not everybody's meant to be a parent. I'm sorry. I mean, it's easy to do that stuff for some people, but it is, it is. we're not all, I don't think everybody's meant to be a parent. I really don't think, I don't agree I with that. I think everybody is not meant to be a parent, but I believe kids are blessings. Absolutely. So that, you know, you know, those that have them, they're blessings. Absolutely. But I also, um, you know, everybody, like we said before, everybody has their own path in life. You know, God has a gift for everyone. And I feel as though, like, you know, just like yeah, being a parent, I said I would never want to be a parent just because I was the oldest sibling. I had a brother. I had two brothers and a sister. And I watched my mom work, go to school, you know, met take care of all of us, do certain things. And it was stuff that I seen in the midst of growing up saying, okay, yeah, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do when I grow up. I'm not going to have any kids, but I'm going to be successful in my career or in successful in anything that, you know, I'm going to do without any kids. And see, that's so, what, that's kind of how, I, that's how I felt the same. Like I felt like I didn't get a lot of attention and I felt like I was 
I just didn't feel like love the way that I felt I should have been loved. I guess I can, you know, I, I think that I just didn't feel like I was getting what I saw others. And remember, you know, thank God that we didn't have social media because Lord knows how my life would have been. Because what? if I know what I felt I wasn't getting, but if I would have saw it on social media, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not getting it. I don't know what kind of mindset my mind would have been. It's with the social media was what it was. Okay. She, she said, yes, that's how I feel it and felt. Yeah, I didn't feel like I was loved. I didn't feel so when I had my children, um, I didn't when I first had my my daughter, I just prayed that I can be able to show her how I didn't know how to love her because I didn't feel like I knew how to be loved. And that was something from childhood. So that was one of my to be able to hug and tell your child that you it's not easy. Come natural for some. Right. Um, yeah. I'm not a very emotional. I don't show affection very, affection. you know, easily. Yeah, like growing up, I got hugs. I got a love use, all of that. Um, and see, I didn't get that growing up. Sometimes you can still get a, I love you and hugs and all that stuff. But still, like when I was growing up, you know, I felt as though I got beaten. I'm like, why is you beating me? No, I, got, I, got, you I think I got beaten too. <laughs> you yeah. beat somebody you love. Brett, Brett like, I agree. I prayed like, hard. It was a discipline that, you know, if you did something wrong, I got discipline when I was. Born. No, I got, I got, my, I got my, I got my tail. Life, though, too. Cause like in certain situations and choices and stuff. Yeah. No, I, I definitely got my tail, but I just didn't feel like I was loved, and I didn't feel like I had the affection. So when I became a parent, I felt like I had to really pray. I, I know I prayed. I prayed just to be able to show my child that I loved him and give him the affection that I felt that I did not have. And it was hard because you don't. That's it's not. It doesn't come easy for everybody. And right. Um, and I, you know, and sometimes as a parent, I reflect back on myself and some things that I could have did better. And I know my, my children will say, yeah, you didn't do this and that. And then as I'm in the season, she said, I'm a hard person because of childhood. I am too in my relationships with my kids. Um, my kids are very affectionate. They're like, "Mom, just give me a hug. It's very not easy coming for me because that's not how I grew up. Um, but I was showing emotions. I'm not good with emotions either. Yeah, it, it, like me too. I don't. I don't show like I'm a. I don't show no emotion. Yeah. I feel as though my emotion is showed if I if I cook for somebody or you know that's how I show my emotions sometimes because hugging that's I don't know but I learned as I got older to do it more because of I done seen a lot I done been through a lot of funerals been to a lot of funerals lost a lot of people so hug all your loved ones by the head. Remember, I agree. My kids made me affectionate too. My son is not as affectionate, but he's more quicker to give me hugs than I am. And it makes me, the hugs make me a little uneasy a little bit because I'm just not used to it. Um, but, um, you know, it is, I just, I just, when I heard, when I saw Shay Shay room and Monique's son, you know, Monique talked about her son and how, and then she had other kids and the same thing with her son sharing his own feelings. We don't want to, I think Erica, you knocked on it early on. We don't want to, you know, disregard someone's feeling of how they felt, but we also got to understand the type of parent that was, that she was, or I was, because my kids are spaced out and different. The parent that I was for my eldest child, I definitely wasn't a parent for my, my second, my youngest child, because my life was different. My, my, um, my experiences were different. My finances were different. It's just your, it's just things in life. You only can do what you know how to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Rod said, I think there are people who emotionally love people, don't know how to show it. 
And Brit Brit said, I just didn't like how the son put his feelings out there. Ross said, show it physically. Brit Brit said, he seems like he wanted attention. And maybe he did. Maybe he didn't get the attention. Don't you have friends that do that? They be talking about, oh, you know, this has happened to me because I was when I was a child. And, you know, if my parents did this, maybe I wouldn't have made this decision. <laughs> right. We have people, we have friends and family that do that. Um, and Britt said, Monique had already told us about this. She did. She gave us her version. And, you know, just like any story, it's a, her version, their version, and the truth. And, right. And I don't want to believe the truth. Mm -mm. And as a parent, I'm hating, she had him kid. very, she had him young. We don't know her life. She don't, we don't know. Think about what you were when you you had your first child. I think about you, think about you in your early 20s to, I don't know how old you are. Think about 10 years later. Are you the same person? Did you make the, would you have made the same decisions you did 10 years ago that you would do today? No, I know. I, I No, because I mean, that's what, that's why it's life. That's why life, life is about growth. Life is about learning, you know, and I, that's what, like, I wasn't the person that I was in my teens and my twenties mm -hmm. and my thirties. And, you know, now I'm in my forties. So, you know, I definitely have grown um, each chapter in my life. I'm definitely proud of myself. Yes. And, that's why now, you know, as I get older, I stay away from people that take yeah, me exactly. back to the person that I used to be because, you know, I have too much to lose and, you know, it's just too much. Yeah, don't take me back to that person. I don't want to be. <laughs> some people try, Erica. <laughs> and some people think that we're still that same person. Leave me alone. Just stay away from me. Toxic. I can't take toxic. Rod said, at the point, you're accountable for your decisions and can no longer blame your parents. And Brit said, I'm not making an excuse for Monique, but she was young. I, that's what we're saying. You know, like you said, Brit a parent apologized to you. That made a difference. And maybe that's maybe. And, you know, you know, what gets me, too, is when when stuff happened in our life or any whether it is this or that. When you're going through something and someone hurts your feelings, you want them to apologize the way that you take. They should apologize. But that don't always happen. That ain't how they go. They're going to apologize. Maybe they're not ready to apologize. Or maybe when they apologize, they don't give it the way that you want. We yeah. want things done that we want somebody to apologize. How are you going to want me to apologize how I how you want me to apologize? Right. Yeah, definitely. You know, you, you're not going to get this. You're not going to get what you put out at all. So, you know, I just said it so. Ripper said, I don't like. You don't take the apology. Exactly. Ripper said, I don't like people that apologize and do the, and then do the same shit. I agree. Yeah. Don't apologize. And that's yeah. when my dad messed up I'm with great, me. Great. Yeah, I don't like I don't and like I that. You gonna turn around and still do the same thing that you did and apologize. And then you still want me to trust you again. No, go ahead. Like, yeah, go get away from me. Rod said if you if you feel like your parent didn't show you the right way of doing things, then show how not to do things. Be who you needed in your child's life. And that's what we, I think that's what every parent wants to do. And and I think that's what we all strive for. No one strives for to be someone our child cannot, you know, look up to. Or even as an adult, you know, I I, I don't like when people um, apologize because I, they feel that's what you want them to do. Just don't do it. Right. Just don't, don't do it. Don't say nothing. Just leave it alone. Don't say nothing. Move on. Yeah. Do, but don't get mad because I still feel some type of way because I don't. I, I haven't I'm entitled I don't have to stop my feeling because you apologize either don't because you say you're sorry doesn't make me feel like it's gone it never existed <laughs> don't you know 
They say they hurt you. They ran over your feet and they're saying, I'm sorry, you're supposed to get over it. But yet, what if you're not ready to get over it? Right. I, I just... So, I, so are you, it's, would you consider that holding a grudge or what? I don't think it's a grudge. I just think that just like grieving, grieving has a, a timeline, a process. I'm not going to grieve the way that you grieve. I'm not going to grieve. I'm not going to get over something as fast as someone, my, the person beside me is going to get over them. It, it's, it takes time. And if I don't, if I'm not ready to accept your apology, cause you, you slapped me in the face. I don't have to at that moment. Maybe that's not my time. Um, right. and let me I see. Britt Brit said, and my kids know my brother who had kids struggled with showing love and his kids complained to me. So people can't overcome that childhood trauma. And then she said, some people act, some people can't overcome trauma. That's why, Erica, we talked about therapy. Right. That's when a therapist needs to be, you know, you need to see a therapy just because, you know, sometimes you're not able to move on because you're holding on to stuff. And as Berber said, it could take over their whole life if they let it. Exactly. They can't move on because they're holding on to something. They don't know how to let it go. I, I, I've been in therapy. I still do therapy. You know, that, that comes, that's mental health. That's why it's good to talk to someone or to let it out or, you know, like meditate, talk to God. I agree. I, I don't see there's no heart. There is no nothing wrong in going to seeing a therapist or even if you have a friend, a, now a friend who's going to listen. Trust. Yes. That's not, not going to run their mouth after you tell them something. And that's going to be um, going to tell you the truth and not going to tell you, not going to just say yes, everything you said and agree to everything you said. It's not going to tell you everything you want to hear. You there need you go. somebody accountable for your actions and your decisions. And you will want somebody like, I don't want no, I don't want no friend that's always going to be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, I'm not. Because sometimes you guys tell me if I'm wrong. River said stuck in the trauma. She said, I refuse to be stuck in, tra in the trauma. I went to therapy and it was the best. You know, I went to therapy too and I still go back. I, I have an issue with, um, you know, because of that attention piece that she didn't feel like I got, I didn't feel like I had, um, or that lack of affection piece. Sometimes when it comes to my own family, mm -hmm. I, I do too much because I'm trying to make sure that I give them or hopefully give the areas to my friends too that area that I didn't feel like I got and I, and I find myself doing it, but not intentionally because you, right. you do something that you don't know that you're doing it. Mm -hmm. You're doing it because you're trying to fulfill a void that you had. And, and I went to therapy and I go back and, and sometimes I do really good with, um, I do good with therapy, but then you think, okay, I'm good. I, I, I'm back on track. Cause sometimes I fall off the, off the train tracks and then you find yourself doing it. You're doing this, you're doing that. You're like, no, Cause you are important. I tell, I am important and I, I have a voice and I am loved. I love it's just in my way, but I had to, I had to overcome that, you know? Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this on this, on this thing, but I had to overcome it. <laughs> um, I had to overcome so much stuff, you know, and I'm still overcoming certain stuff. I feel as though life is about overcoming something every single day. You know, we're not perfect. You know, we all have issues. We all have, you know, trauma that, you know, we're dealing with. So it's just like an everyday situation. Like um, just the other day, I had to go speak to um, a fifth grade um, class. 
three fifth grade classes and you know it was career day and we talked about you know the different careers and i was asking the kids in there about being an art you know what career do you guys want to do? You guys want to be an entrepreneur? You know, what's your career goals or whatever? A lot of them say, no, they don't want to be an entrepreneur. They don't want to, um, they want to get, you know, go to work. Get them, you know, get their money because they're guaranteed. Some people can't take the ups, the middle, and the down. And, you know, because entrepreneurs, like all three, it's not just you always up. You could be up, you could be down, you could be in the middle. It's mm-hmm. about getting through the process, the whole process of knowing, you know, how to manage. So, yeah, that was something that yeah, I did yesterday. I know. I'm so excited for that. I, when I heard you say it, I thought that was just- you're going to touch somebody in that class, if not a few of them, and they're going to remember I, that. They're going to, they're going to remember I, I, I it. Touched, I, I went to all three classrooms, and I told them I had a YouTube. Everybody follow my YouTube. <laughs> that was so, they was like, they loved me there. I was like, okay, let me find out. The children is really the future. They like, listen. Britt Britt says she would have had a heart attack. Early on, she said she felt, she says she like, I fell off the tracks and had to start all, all over again. I'm still learning that. Um, but you know what? We go through something all the time. Oh, and she said of being, she said, I would have had a heart attack um, of being a business owner. Yeah, it's a, I'm telling y'all, y'all, like, y'all don't see the, y'all see what we post and all that stuff. Being an entrepreneur, you go, you up, you down, you in the middle. It's knowing how to get through the process. Everybody, you know, everybody don't show that. You know, it's a, you know, we show you what we want y'all to see because, you know, at the end of the day, it's our business, you know, but it's only after the strong, only the strong can survive. Nobody understands that. So, like, even when it comes to being friends and associates with people, sometimes you got to separate yourself from certain things. I salute you is what Britt Britt said. Thank you, Britt, baby. I appreciate it. But guess what? I can honestly say that, you know, my whole entire, you know, I have not been an entrepreneur my whole entire life, but, you know, I always was the type of person where, though, I really didn't want to listen to what nobody else had to tell me. So, doing that, I always knew that, you know, I had to make something happen for myself. That's the way to do it. I'm telling you, I I, I didn't, we had a vision and we've been moving with it. And I must say, Erica, you have been teaching me a lot. And Bridget, I felt like I was having a heart attack doing some of these times. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. But, you know, working with Erica, you know, she is she has a, a big heart and she is teaching me and we're working together. And it's just it's just beautiful. It, you know, if you want something bad enough, you have to really work for it. And nothing is given. Yeah, you know, nothing is yeah. given. Um but we got to keep pushing forward. We got to continue to support. That's why we got this platform. We need to support each other. We're not just out here yeah. trying to, um, you know, smile and all the time. We always tell you with authentic. We want to keep it yeah. real. And stuff like this is happening. There are a lot of people out here. You got friends out here who still living in their childhood, their trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's real and it's okay, but you need to seek help or talk to somebody um, because, you know, nothing worse than letting that trauma lead you kind of in another path. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we have somebody in our circle that we've seen where that childhood trauma t- took him to. That one incident, another another incident. And look where yeah. they're at now. She's, yeah. 
Ripper said, yes, my siblings too. You know, um, stay focused and... Yeah, definitely stay focused on y'all out here. Y'all definitely... And make sure y'all both... She said they have, she said they have failed marriages. They, you know, they're doing too much out here for us not to vote. That vote really matters. President, all that. Vote. I'm telling y'all, vote. Oh, yeah, we're going to be promoting that a lot. Please vote. <laughs> Please vote. They try to get us out of here. I'm telling y'all. They don't want us here. She said they have her, um, my siblings too. They have failed marriages and relationships. It affects your friendships too. Not not just your romantic relationships. It affects your friendships. It affects you. Some people can't even work because of the trauma of what, you know, whatever this. You know what I learned about, you know, being in a relationship, being in a marriage, being in friendship, being siblings and all that other stuff. God gives everybody a role. He does. He he gives roles to people where, though, you know, he, you could be strong, you could be weak. Some people are not strong enough to, you know, endure, you know, and some people, you know, be weak that they, you know, fall off because, you know, they don't know how. See, it's about, it's all about levels and like levels and like moving forward and stuff like that. And like sometimes just, um, like Natasha said, just staying focused. Ribbit said a role in a season. Yes, I love it. A role in a season. Erica? Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely. This has been um anything, any questions about what we talked about today? You know, this was a really great topic. Yeah, this was a good topic. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be having some more. If there is something that you want to talk about, definitely let us know or even just put it, send us a message. We, we don't have an issue. You don't even have to come on there. We would start up the conversation. You know, there's so much going on um, right now. Um, it is still Black History Month. So I hope you guys are sharing a little tidbit, talking about something for Black History Month. Um, yeah. And we are important, all of us. We all are very important. Yes, we all. All of us are very important, so... Yeah, don't let nobody tell y'all nothing. Erica, before we go, what are you drinking again? Tell us again. Um, oh shoot, let me get it right here. It was just like an Arbor Mist that I had. I had it like yeah, an Arbor Mist Sangria. Yeah, it was good. I'll right. be having mine, but I drink it before I get on one. <laughs> Guys, tune in as we grind and uh oh, before we go. Some good topics are blended family. Yes, that might be, that's that's one we, we did talk about. It's on our list. So maybe we'll be talking about that one next week. Definitely be on the lookout. Um, thank who, who was this? That's Britt Britt. Oh, me on here. I just see it. Seeing it on here. M-J-M-F-H. Yes. Um, and she said, stepdads being better fathers than real fathers. Hey, let me tell you, my stepfather raised me. Um so definitely, let's let definitely for us to talk about as we um grind. And before we get, oh, you got, you want to talk about um Natasha? You want to let them know like if you have any know anyone with a business um that you know interested in being on our platform, sharing their information. Um, you know, we support black businesses on our platform. Yes, we are. Definitely reach out. 